Welcome to the Ready to Thrive podcast. My name is Jacqueline, and I don't know if you've ever felt like you are just surviving your life. I know I have, and that's why I created this space. I want to help you move from surviving to thriving. My goal is to help you get unstuck and actually enjoy your life. Each week, I'll be sharing practical tips and always point you to Jesus. So what are you waiting for? Let's get ready to thrive. Hello and welcome to Ready to Thrive. I first off just want to start off by saying thank you so much for listening. Uh, We actually passed a pretty big milestone numbers wise a few weeks ago and um, I was shocked and in awe of just how many of you continue to tune in and listen, how many of you have shared the podcast with others, left reviews and left stars and all that kind of stuff. Um, So I just wanted to say thank you. Um, It is a funny thing to record a podcast in my closet um, and not be able to see any faces or know what is happening on the other end. So the fact that this podcast is encouraging you, inspiring you, drawing you closer to Jesus, all of those things um, really means a lot to me as I sit here in my closet. So I have a few quick announcements. One, Um, The Tangled book that I was launching and excited about a few weeks ago is actually available for purchase now, which is crazy. So if you are in Canada, um, it is available on Amazon.ca. If you are in the US, it is available on Amazon.com. At this particular moment, it says that it is unavailable, uh, but it releases Friday May 1st. So I'm hoping at that point it will become available for you as well. So you can purchase the Tangled Study um, on Amazon or if you want, I'm in the middle of running the first ever Tangled course and um, I'm actually going to offer it a second time. I've really enjoyed walking through this course with the women who are involved right now and I want to run this course at a specific time that is friendly for those who are on the East Coast. So the next Tangled course is gonna run May 13th to June 17th, so that's Wednesday nights, uh, 4 p.m. Pacific time and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So doesn't matter where you're from, if you can make those calls, you can join the course. Um, And I am having a special COVID rate, which you can see, Um, you can link in the show notes, but um, it is still a pay what you can because I don't want money to be a factor keeping anybody from being involved. And so yes, you can buy the book and do the study all on your own. But I think there's actually so much that is coming out of this course for the women who are involved because we're hearing um, from each other what other people are going through. And we're actually just, we're diving a little deeper and we're keeping each other accountable um, in doing this work. So If that's interesting to you, um, check out the show notes. You can also um, sign up in the link in my Instagram as well as uh, on my website, JacquelineWidener.com. Okay, switching gears. So over the last few weeks, I have really enjoyed sharing a few really fun interviews with you, some incredible people, Uh, but I always love these solo episodes. I love the chance to dive into something really specific. And at the beginning of the year, I had decided that this spring would be the perfect time to focus on what we are cultivating in our lives. So 
like the rest of the world, I had no idea we would be living in this crazy season. But to be honest, I think it's a really good time for us to be having this discussion, to be taking a look at what we're cultivating in our lives in this current season and beyond this season. And I really do believe that as difficult as this season is, there is the potential in this season to cultivate some really good things in our lives. So first off, what does it look like to cultivate? One of the Google definitions I found said, apply oneself to improving or developing. I think that's what we're going to do here. We're going to look at how we can improve or develop certain things in our life. Often we have this idea that certain things just come naturally to certain people. And they do to an extent. But that's where we can get stuck. We can believe that a good mood or attitude just comes naturally to certain people. And developing friendships comes naturally to others. And gratitude and a good perspective come naturally to other people. And what we will begin to see is that we actually take part in shaping those things in our lives. But often we simply slip into what is easiest or what we've always known without realizing we actually play a huge role in what we are cultivating in our own lives. And often these are just our everyday habits, the things we do without even really thinking about it. And thoughts themselves can be habits. We can habitually begin to think a certain way and act a certain way without even really realizing it, right? As as we know about habits, we don't uh, put a lot of thought into them. They're just things we kind of do automatically. So my hope in this series is that we will begin to see what we are currently cultivating in our lives. And if it isn't what we want, then begin to cultivate what we actually want to see in our lives, what we actually want to produce. And I want to share an example with you. And I'm going to preface this example by saying, I'm, I'm going to use an example about weight gain. And that will strike a nerve with some people. But I want you to see this as an example about cultivating and not me promoting dieting or a body perfection or anything like that. Okay, this is just an example. So I remember in my early 20s, I was frustrated at some weight gain that I had. I had gotten a job at an ice cream and chocolate store. And so really, I should have seen that one coming. But one day, I remember I was complaining about it to my mom. And she said something that I found to be really profound. It really struck me. And she, it was something along the lines of, you're not a victim in it. You can do something about it. And honestly, it was like this light bulb moment for me. Like I really had no no idea, no clue. Um, and it was actually just easier for me to complain about it than to actually do something about it. And I remember the wheels started turning and I was like, oh, okay. So I could eat healthier rather than eating samples from the chocolate store for breakfast. It's probably not helping the situation. I guess I could begin to move my body. Like I was very active in high school, but now that I had graduated, I did very little physical activity. And I want to say, I know it's not as easy as that, 
Um, trust me, I know after having three kids and massive weight swings between each pregnancy, I get that it's not that easy. But I think that's actually why I wanted to use this example for cultivating, because I don't think cultivating anything in our lives is easy. So yes, some things may come more naturally to some people than to others, but a lot of things in our life are just going to take some serious work. So to stick with the weight example, for me, more often than not, the push to change things in my life has come from a low moment. And in this example, again, the weight example, I give myself a lot of grace. But I want to say it's also very easy for me, and I've done this many times, it's easy for me to complain about my body while I'm sitting on the couch eating an entire bag of chips, which I used to do often, and I still can do today. Okay, so again, this series is not about our bodies or food or any of that kind of stuff, but it's about deciding we can really choose to cultivate some good things in our life, and those things are going to take some work. So for many of the things to change in my life, I've had to say I'm actually not a victim in my own life. There are things I can change. No, I can't change everything, but what can I change? And I say that because as we go on in the series, you might be tempted to say, this is just who I am. And yes, that is true in some ways, but often it's because that's what we've cultivated in our lives. That's what we've focused on. I don't know if you've heard the saying, what we focus on grows. Well, if I focus on complaining about my life, I am growing negativity in that area and likely I'll just stay stuck there which makes me feel like this is just who I am but I need to stop that cycle in some aspects of my life I need to stop complaining and do the hard work of changing and change takes work if it were easy we would all just be the people we want to be but it's hard so we aren't and we're tired So we often give in to being the worst versions of ourselves. So here's what I want us to do. Each week, we're going to discuss one aspect of our lives we want to cultivate. And I want you to really think about it. How does this currently show up in my life? Are there things I would love to change? How could I begin to cultivate that change? And some may seem relatively easy but others will take some self-awareness. Now, I can't remember if I've shared this story here, but I remember when I first started to cut out complaining from my life. This was something that I wanted to cultivate. I became aware that I was a very negative person and I complained a lot. And so I became aware of this. It wasn't easy, but I began to work on cutting out complaining from my life. So um, also I want to say, and I've shared this before, Matthew, I believe it's 1234 that says, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. So for me, what was coming out of my heart um, was this complaining. It really was a heart issue. So that was a big part of um, cultivating the words that were coming out of my mouth, cultivating the negativity was really beginning to deal with what was going on in my heart. So I also realized 
if I wanted to change, I actually had to change. So simple, similar to the um, example I shared earlier with the weight loss and the weight gain. And um, I realized I actually couldn't continue to eat a bag of chips every night if I was hoping for a change in my weight. I couldn't do it. I had to actually change what I was putting into my mouth. Um, and so for this, this is different. I'm changing what's coming out of my mouth. So I actually had to change and stop myself what was coming out of my mouth. So I remember this one time I was sitting with a friend and she was asking me about something in my life. And I just started very naturally, very almost again, habitually responding the way I would. And I was complaining about this particular situation. And I left that scene and I I felt really low and I realized for me, cultiv- um, complaining really led to self-pity, like feeling really kind of down and sorry for myself. Um, and that often actually even led to depression in some cases. So I really wanted to cut this out. And so I left the situation with that friend and I was like, oh, okay, I can't believe I just, I'm wanting to cut out cultivating, sorry, I'm wanting to cut out complaining, but I have just naturally gone there again out of this habit. And so a few days later, I had another friend ask me about the same subject. And again, I started complaining. I hadn't had this shtick, this thing that I would share about this particular situation. But I caught myself partway through and said, oh, like if I if I actually want to cut this out, if I actually want to change, I have to learn to respond differently. So I looked this friend in the eye and I said, can you ask me that question again? Now, this makes me feel like a crazy person, right? I've already been explaining this whole thing. And so the person person graciously um, went with my request and asked the question again. And so I was able to share about the situation without complaining. Now, I still was able to say, this is a hard situation. So I'm not saying that we can't um, still express when something is difficult, right? There is really a difference between um, sharing that something is challenging and saying, this is hard. I actually think that's really healthy. As we meet with other people, we can say, like, COVID is hard. This is a hard experience. So I don't want to put on a fake smile and pretend that this is easy. I'm going to say this is hard. However, there is a difference between sharing that something is challenging or hard and just complaining about it. Because when I complain about it, I really get stuck. And so I realized in that moment, if I want to change, I have to actually change. And so yes, for the second time I had habitually started complaining, I stopped asked for the question again, and then I was able to change the way I responded. And that's going to be the way uh, we're going to have to learn to cultivate some things in our lives. Because we will, some things are so ingrained in us habitually, that we might be partway through something and realize, oh, this is not what I want to cultivate in my life. And that's okay, I can stop in the middle. And I can I can sort of pause, reset, and I can change course. So whatever that might be for you in your life, um, I know for me sometimes, again with words, I am saying something to my kids and I'm thinking, oh, I'm, I'm habitually saying something that is negative, is not kind, or whatever I am speaking is not the way I want to speak to my kids. So I will just stop 
take a deep breath and pause, apologize and say, sorry, I I don't want to speak to you this way and then move on from there. And so I think there's a lot of wisdom when we catch ourselves cultivating something in our lives that we know we don't actually want to be there. We don't want to produce the fruit of what is happening in that part of our lives. Uh, We can just stop and say, hey, this isn't this isn't me. This isn't who I want to be, whether that, again, is with the word example, if that's gossiping or slandering, um, shouting, anything like that that's kind of coming out, we can we can pause and we can change direction. Because what I wanted to express in that very first example is that um, cultivating good things in our lives takes work. It's not easy. And so I want to say that right up front. There's going to be things we're going to talk about in this series And it can seem like, especially when we look at people's lives on social media, we can think, oh, they're just so good at that. They're so natural at that. And they might be to an extent, but probably they've just been working hard at it. They've probably just been cultivating, doing the hard work of cultivating something good in their life. And it takes time to grow. Just like the things out in my garden. There's a few plants out in my garden right now that are like little stubs. And as I look at them, I think, oh, there's, there's not a lot there. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of potential. But I've had some of these particular plants for years. And I know that they'll come back and they're going to be massive and they're going to be beautiful. It just takes a little bit of time for those things to grow. So I hope that is encouraging you. Um, we are officially kicking off this series next week. Uh, but I just wanted to start off giving a bit of an intro. And I wanted to ask you, what are you currently cultivating in this season? And if you felt powerless, like you've, like I did in my early 20s, powerless in any aspect of your lives, what could you change? What could you actually do in this season that could bring you closer to Jesus, closer as a family, stronger on the other side of this thing? Um, I know another example for myself is that I... I often felt like um, a victim to my husband's schedule. So he often would be working um, days and evenings and maybe he'd pop in for dinner and then be out again. And I thought, oh, I'm, I'm so discouraged that I can't leave the house for any physical activity um, because he's always gone, right? This was the story I was telling myself. And then one day I realized, you know, most of his meetings don't start until nine. So actually, if I want to cultivate fitness in my life, I could, I have all the time in the world before nine. So maybe I could just get up a little bit earlier in the morning and I could do some physical activity then. Or I could maybe get um, an inexpensive sitter from across the street or down the road for half an hour or an hour and pay them five bucks and go for a jog, right? There's things I could do. And I think that's one of the things that we'll see when we move from that place of kind of being a victim in our lives to things that are happening to us, to realizing, hey, there are things I can change. They're going to take a little bit of work. So getting up in the morning um, early for me to jog wasn't necessarily something I wanted to do, but it was what it was going to take for me to cultivate health in my life in that season, or it's going to cost me something. So like getting a sitter, it cost me something. But again, it was worth it to be cultivating that thing in our lives. So I hope that is helpful for you. I am trusting this episode has taken you one step 
closer to thriving. And I'm excited to be on a journey with you to cultivate good things in our lives in the coming weeks. Thanks so much for listening today. I really am so encouraged knowing how many of you are being encouraged by this message. And if you have found it helpful, would you mind just sharing it with a friend, leaving five stars or even a review wherever you listen to podcasts, podcasts, keeping it super professional. Um, If you want to connect more with me, head over to Instagram where I'm at Jacqueline.Widener. Or if you want some free resources, head over to my website at JacquelineWidener.com. This has been an Extend Network production.